Hey guys, and welcome back to another inspiring episode of the Community Corner Podcast. My name is Arnov. And I'm Nikhil, and today we're shedding light on entrepreneurship in developing economies. We'll explore how entrepreneurs in these regions are not only driving economic growth, but also fostering innovation. Yep, the stories we're going to share today will shed light on how those individuals and startups are making a significant impact on developing countries throughout. For sure. So let's go ahead and start out by understanding the spirit of entrepreneurship in these developing economies. So what really actually motivates individuals to embark on this journey? Yeah, so I guess they're like initially driven by necessity and opportunity, and it's not about the money. They find a problem and they have a solution for it in these developing economies and countries, and they go and attack that, right? So they see these challenges as opportunities for innovation, and they're like motivated to create solutions for these pressing local problems, not just because of the money or other factors, but just because of their drive from inside. For sure. And I think it's like really incredible how, you know, these forms of adversity can actually spark innovation and lead to entrepreneurial success. Mm-hmm. I think oftentimes we tend to think that entrepreneurs already come from a rich background and that's where they're getting the money to actually start these businesses or start these ideas. Exactly. Um, do you want to dive deep into like a specific example of how an entrepreneur from a developing economy who made a substantial impact? Yeah. So I was actually reading this the other night and there was a story about um, someone named Maria from Colombia, right? And so basically she founded a social enterprise that empowers local women to create sustainable handicrafts. So providing them with income, um, you know, money, capital, and preserving cultural traditions. And her business not only uplifts the community, but also attracts global customers. Exactly. She found a specific niche within a community. Like these women are really good handicrafts and they've been doing it for generations and generations. She, she found this niche, she found this talent, and she used it to make a business out of it which I, th- I just think is so cool mm-hmm. and so like with that said how do these entrepreneurs in these developing economies actually play a role in the local economy how do they improve it how do they affect the economy yeah so innovation often comes in the form of frugal solutions right for example entrepreneurs may develop low-cost healthcare technologies renewable energy solutions or even like mobile apps tailored to local needs and these innovations not only address critical issues but they also create jobs and stimulate economic growth. For sure. I think it's just really incredible how much of a ripple effect these innovations have. So they're not only benefiting their own communities, but really the global economy as a whole. And I think it really goes to show the power of local knowledge and creativity. Exactly. I think that's just, that's really cool. Um, But obviously this comes with challenges, right? It's not just like a cookie cutter, like, okay, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna get it done. There's obviously obstacles along the way, Can you highlight some of them, just what they face and the resilience and overcoming them? Yeah, for sure. So I think, you know, the one of the biggest things that I'm sure you guys are probably aware of is obviously the simple stuff like access to capital. They're not going to have the same amount of money, you know, just lying there as, you know, growing up in San Francisco or, uh, you know, other tech hub startups for those areas. And also infrastructure. They don't really have much access to, you know, electricity or, you know, more secure homes to start their businesses. And there are also regulatory hurdles because the law can sometimes be a little bit more difficult to traverse in, you know, their specific country rather than being in the U.S. where a lot of information is more regularly available on the law and how, you know, filing for, you know, specific tax formations like LLC, et cetera. 
And even in addition to that, I'd like I'd say that one of the biggest things is even just the cultural aspect of it. Mm-hmm. It's not something that can be as highly looked upon. Um, especially, I can tell you this from experience, just coming from an immigrant background. When my parents immigrated to this country, um, one of the biggest things that they were told by other members of their extended family that had moved here previously was, uh, you know, focus on having a steady stream of income from working from a job first, you know, at least for the first 10 years. So it's not something that's generally highly looked upon, um, especially from people that are coming from poorer countries, because they believe that you can have a much more steady income from those more traditional jobs. Exactly. And sometimes um, a lot of the innovation and entrepreneurship that are happening in the developing economies are by, I wouldn't say exploiting, but by definitely using a niche sort of like cultural tradition. And some of these communities might not be very open, like might not be open for these entrepreneurs to come to these developing economies. And uh, like, once again, I don't need to exploit, but use this for money or for a um, certain business. But there are many examples where um, entrepreneurs do come out to developing economies and help out. Like, okay, I know this is a super rich person, but Bill Gates recently, through his um, nonprofit, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they battle malaria in Africa. And, you know, he goes to Africa regularly to go and check up on the people. And he hosts competitions. Um, and he goes around throughout the world searching for new innovations to help out in any way they can for any problem in developing economies. And so one one main problem that I remember he tackled, right, and how, you know, him as a entrepreneur attacking this developing economy is a way to um, financially a way to battle <clears throat> waste management because waste management and sanitation control is such a big issue in developing economies such as like Africa and those rural parts of India, for example, where due to poor sanitation, it can lead to, you know, the lack of access in health care and just like overall, you know, bad, um, bad facilitation and, you know, bad culture. So um, he said he made this competition where people come and they pitch ideas and ways to effectively to have effective waste management and a very cost-effective solution and so it has to be cheap easy and gets the job done and i think it's just so cool on how he uses resources and entrepreneurial instinct in order to um, help out in a developing economy and how this drove growth and innovation in those in those places for sure and i think you know even with all the hurdles that people from these underdeveloped countries face there's still a lot of entrepreneurs that exhibit remarkable resilience um, they're able to form their own networks, seek mentorship from other people, and really just find creative ways to navigate these obstacles and produce something that can better the world around them. And so with that said, we'd like to put a wrap on today's episode. So we've explored the world of entrepreneurship in developing economies, highlighting how these individuals are not only driving economic growth, but also fostering innovation and positive change in the world. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we look forward to sharing more stories of inspiration and innovation in our upcoming episodes. It's not just a podcast, it's a celebration of human potential. Peace. Peace.